Hey everyone, welcome again to a Devo with Patrick and Jamie. We are happy to have you here. Today we are going to jump right into the Psalms. That's right, we sure are. What Psalm are we in today, Patrick? Uh, Psalm 29, a Psalm okay. of David. And we're going to read the whole thing cool. because it's only 11 verses. So I feel like we can get through the whole thing. All right, I'm ready. Are you going to read it? Sure, yeah, I can read it. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The glory of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf, Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. The Lord shakes the desert of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord twists the oaks and strips the forest bare. And in his temple all cry glory. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen, man. Bark, bark is right. Yeah. Bark, bark. The dog is excited too. That's good. He's ascribing to the Lord. That's right. You know, I feel like this psalm is a psalm that is very similar to a psalm that we've talked about before on this Devo. I um, looked at the list. We've never actually talked about this psalm, but there's a lot of similar themes. And in my opinion, yeah. there's a lot of like interesting connections to uh, Genesis chapters one and two. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a, that's a good point, man. Um, so let's start at the beginning, right? We have this word ascribe. Uh, that's a weird word. Um, I don't know if, you know, you're hanging out and, and uh, people are like, uh, ascribe, um, as, it, as the, the word is, is, it's an imperative, meaning it's, you're telling someone to do something, right? Hmm. That's an imperative. Like, come over here is an imperative, or give me a glass of water, or, you know, any, any kind of command you give someone. So this imperative ascribed to the Lord um, is calling us to do something. Uh, there's, there's some different ways that it could be translated. It could be translated as give. Give to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Hmm. Give to the Lord glo uh, glory and strength. It could be um, uh, as like, come over here or come on. Mm -hmm. uh, that could be a way to say it. It could be tell someone to do something, to appoint them, to choose, to praise. Um, I like the word ascribe because it's very specific. Hmm. Uh, and it's... It's saying, you know, give give this quality to to the Lord. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly being. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength, because those are things that God is due, right? Right. Ascribe to the Lord the glory that's due His name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of His holiness. Uh, this is like a call to worship, and so the first two verses are calling calling to worship, and it's calling to worship. The first part is you heavenly beings. Uh, what? That's kind of a crazy idea. Yeah, uh, a heavenly being, right? Is is this does is that this mean saying me? like, <laughs> yeah? Does that am I am I a heavenly being? Um, uh, is that looking at uh, how is that looking at you know angels? Angels are heavenly beings. Hmm. I think what's kind of cool when we think about worship, worship goes far beyond just us as people. Uh, we hear that even the rocks will cry out. Mm -hmm. um, 
we see uh, pictures of heaven. We've we've looked at some verses in Revelation. We see pictures of heaven where um, there are all sorts of creatures and angels and elders and, and different people who are worshiping God and different things that are worshiping God that we're not even familiar with. Uh, we see in Scripture that um, uh, that God cares about you know the word for everyone or everything is is like cosmos. It's like all of it. So this is kind of a crazy idea, right? That heavenly beings. It's like God's glory uh, or the worship of God is going to be done by everything. Yeah. In fact, when we think about us not worshiping God, humans not worshiping God, that is like kind of an interesting sign that we are out of where we should be. Hmm. Something is wrong when we're not worshiping God. We are out of the natural order of creation. When we choose through sin, through neglect, through whatever, not to worship God. Never thought of it that way. Never even actually connected that it says heavenly beings (laughs) and thought about that deeper. Well, hey, you know, um, today's the day, right? We're studying this together. So yeah. hopefully people out there, if you, as you guys are reading along or hearing this, maybe you're, you're thinking of something that's, that's amazing too. And, and that's great. I would say that God has given you some of that wisdom. Mm. Uh, so take it, you know, teach, learn, learn, uh, from where God leads you and, and feel free to shoot us an email and let us know, uh, what, what God is teaching you in a verse, especially if it's something we just skipped right over. Yeah. It'd be cool to hear how, what God is doing. So, Hey, let's get into the voice of the Lord. Yeah. It, the, the voice of the Lord is all over. It's over the waters. That's what makes me think of Genesis one. Uh, it's the glory, uh, the glory thunders, the God of glory thunders. It's like God's voice is loud. Um, and it thunders over mighty waters. Now a thunderstorm over a lake if you're out on a boat is a gnarly experience and kind of dangerous, but uh, you can experience the power of nature that way. I would recommend look up a video of it. Now, what also comes to mind is I've been on a cruise before out in the Caribbean and we're out in the middle of the ocean and this like crazy storm came up and the whole boat was sitting at about a 45 degree angle and yeah, you could barely walk without bumping into people. It was crazy. And I walked out to the front of the boat to kind of see what was going on. You could stand on the front and look over the front a little bit. And there was not much thunder, but there was a lot of rain and a lot of wind and a lot of mighty water. And to kind of think about that and think about how like the Lord's voice has that power, uh, is like, absolutely nuts and you know me being a little person in the big picture of the ocean uh and god's voice is like so big uh really puts into perspective god's true size a little bit yeah Yeah, for sure you know the last summer we went to a little cabin up on the um on lake michigan it was like a block off of lake michigan and we had a great time. Weather was great. You know, it was pretty mellow. And and then one afternoon, a thunderstorm just came and rolled through. And when it rolled through, it was amazing. The rain came down. The thunder just deafened. You couldn't hear anything. I mean, like when the thunder came and it hit, people stopped talking. 
people got quiet because it was so loud and it was so like all encompassing. And all we could kind of do is just hunker down in the little cabin we were at and, and hope that the lightning didn't, you know, strike us or the wind didn't blow the house over. And, you know, we got through it and we were fine on the other end, no problem. But it does give you an idea how small you really are. And to think that God's voice is thunders over the sound of regular thunder um, or if it thunders like a thunderstorm, thunders over the mighty water. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really amazing idea. Um, verse four, right, tells us that that the voice of the Lord is powerful. Uh, the voice of the Lord is majestic, uh, majesty like like a king. Um, that's pretty incredible too, right? That we have God's voice being powerful. Now, I don't know how powerful is your voice, Patrick. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know a measure of how powerful my voice is, but maybe you remember this. Remember, you know, a few years ago, you could go to the grocery store and buy a bag of sun chips, not a sponsor, but sun chips. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And opening up that bag was, was like, you know, a bomb going off next to you. It was so loud. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Whatever. Oh yeah, I do. I do know that. Whatever material they used was so loud and you weren't going to sneak these chips at night, right? Oh no. Oh no. I watched a documentary saying that about those (laughs) chips, like a seven minute little documentary on YouTube saying that crinkling that bag of chips was louder than a New York city subway. What? (laughs) Yeah, like crinkling that next to your head would be worse, would be louder than uh, a subway going by you in New York. <laughs> now, didn't they have to change that bag? I don't know. I have I stopped eating Sun Chips shortly after that. <laughs> yeah, I think if I remember this right, I remember they had to like reformulate however they made the bag because people were like, yeah, this, these bags are just too loud. Dang. Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, that might be a good idea. I don't remember the original question you asked me, but uh, the Lord. How powerful is your voice? Oh, well, uh, I can yell, and people sometimes have often said that I talk kind of loud. I'm a loud talker. Uh, and some people say that I even dress loud. I dress uh, in interesting clothing. I don't know. I don't know how to measure voices. I'm not sure. Yeah, that is interesting, you know, how powerful. And you think about different people. Different people have different voices, and those voices have different amounts of power. So if you are a, like, for for example, let's say you're a YouTube influencer. Um, you know, you, you make YouTube videos, you have a channel, you have a certain number of su- subscribers. If you say something, like a, the name of a product or the name of, you know, someone's Instagram handle or whatever it would be, there's power that comes with that. Uh, and, and people will pay you money and you know, you, there's something with your voice. Now, if you are, let's say someone who's in the political system, you have a certain level of power and your voice means something. You can speak, uh, truth into happening because of the power that you have. So, um, I remember something recently and, uh, that was, was kind of crazy. It was uh, Tesla. I don't know if you guys, and again, not a sponsor, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, the CEO of Tesla made some comments, uh, like in a tweet. And because of those comments, the stock prices like went all over the place. It became a big deal. They mm. ended up having to investigate him and um, gave like a penalty to the company because 
even though it was just some words, uh, not even any actions, just even some words had so much power uh, because they were influential. So words do have power. You know, maybe think about sometimes someone insulted you. You might be able to remember those words right now. Right. Uh, they have power over you. Or to the opposite, think about a time someone has encouraged you, said something really deeply truthful about you that is encouraging. Um, you may never forget that. So words do have power. And in this, we see that God's word, uh, that the voice of the Lord, his voice, has the most power. Hmm. So verse five, we get an example, right? It says, the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. Now, I watched a video, Patrick, where an opera singer, he might have been a rock singer, I don't remember, he was able to break a glass with his voice. Whoa. And it took him trying this, uh, it took him... And a team of people, like hours and hours and hours, to to do this uh-huh. to make it work. Wow! And so he would put this this he would put this glass wine glass really close to his mouth, and he would sing a note at a certain pitch, which is a certain frequency, and it would shake that glass back and forth, increasing, 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 until the glass literally shook itself apart. Wow! And it broke. That's crazy. That's pretty cool, right? That's super cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've heard of this where people have been able to break glass. You know, it's kind of like a running gag, but it can actually happen. Like, that's something that can happen. Now, um, never heard anyone break a cedar yeah. <laughs> tree, right? Like, I can break a two-by-four with my yelling. Uh, I've never heard that happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. And to let you know as well, the cedars of Lebanon were what they made the temple out of. Uh, because the cedars of Lebanon were known to be the strongest, most durable wood that there was in this area. So it's not like your normal tree. (laughs) Yeah, it's not like balsa wood or it's not like, you know, some little sapling kind of a thing. We're talking about the biggest, baddest trees in the forest. Uh, And the voice of the Lord can break them, not just break them to where they fall down, but break them into little pieces. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. I did a little research. I figured yeah, out. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> the loudest recorded human scream comes clocks <laughs> in great. at 129 decibels. Okay. Wow. 129 decibels. Now let me put that into a little perspective. If you are doing dishes and your garbage disposal is filled with food, and you flip that thing on, that's about 60 decibels. Okay. Lawnmower clocks in about 90. And a jet okay. engine taking off, <laughs> if you're standing 200 feet away, would be about 120 decibels. And at 140 <laughs> decibels, to sound like a gunshot, that's immediate hearing loss. Immediate hearing wow. damage. Yeah. Wow. So someone yelled at 129 decibels. But I don't think that would... I mean, I don't think you're shattering... A, if you're not shattering an eardrum at that volume, you're not shattering wood. I can't imagine the the sheer no. volume measured in decibels that it would take to break the hardest wood. Yeah, in the world. I, man, I can't even I can't even think about it. You know, I can't even think about what what would even do that. But what we hear here is, you know, that this is poetry, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not saying like if you need to smash some wood, get the voice of the Lord to do it for you. <laughs> what it is saying is like, 
hey, this is how strong God's voice is. Yeah. It's so strong that those big, strong trees that you think are the, the craziest building material, like like today, what would be really strong building material? You know, steel or, or uh, reinforced concrete or um, uh, carbon fiber or something like that or titanium. Right. Um, the poetry of today would be like the voice of the Lord shatters carbon fiber like it was paper yeah. or, you know, the voice of the Lord can, can shear through titanium, uh, like butter, you know, yeah. like it, that, that's kind of what's happening here. And so we move on and this is where it gets a little different, right? It says, uh, he makes, this is God, God makes Lebanon, which is a, a, a big, um, nation makes Lebanon leap like a calf, Syrian, like a wild ox, like a young wild ox, um, Syrian, I have a footnote in my Bible. It says that is Mount Hermon, which mm-hmm. is like a, which is a, a mountain, an actual place, physical mountain. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's saying God's voice can make entire nations jump. Dang. Like earthquake style. Right. Uh, yeah. Even a mountain is going to jump around like a wild ox. That's how powerful God is. He can, he can speak a mountain to, to leap around. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. Uh, verse 7, Pat, why don't you read that or or explain that one for the us? The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. Now, that's pretty intense, too. You know, I think lightning is a, a mysterious force that comes in the middle of storms that uh, happens instantly, uh, but with a big, big impact. And that's kind of... Ha- kind of how the Lord works sometimes is sometimes the Lord will lead you, guide you to something slowly, but sometimes the Lord will just like, boom, plop it on you. And, and you have to kind of go with it. You don't have time to have a discussion with Christ about what's going on. You know, he'll just strike like a, a bolt of lightning, lots of power. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. Uh, you know, you think about the desert being flat, empty, and huge, like super vast. And we're talking about, you know, in, in the Middle East here, uh, there's some vast deserts, mm-hmm. um, deserted places. Uh, and so we hear that God's voice can even shake the desert, which is like the found, feels like the foundation of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it even gives a specific desert too. The Lord shakes the desert of Kadesh, which is mentioned in Numbers 13, um, and then verse nine, the voice of the Lord twists the oaks and strips the forest bare. Now, what? I, I've experienced the type of force that is needed to strip a tree bare of its bark <laughs> on accident, hmm. actually. I, oh, let's hear about this. I We decided, my cousin at my cousin's house decided that a tree at the front of his house needed to be gone. And it wasn't very big. But we decided that it needed to be uprooted and removed. And so the way we decided to do that was to take this big old chain, wrap it around the tree a bunch of times at the bottom at the base, and then tie that chain up to a truck and then just gun it. And we're just going <laughs> to yank the tree out of the ground. Oh, yeah. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Right. I mean, in. In my logic, I was like, this is simple. You know, here we go. So we get it all hooked up. I jump in the truck. I hit the gas, kind of like not moving. And I hit the gas a little more, still not moving. Tree's not budging. Hit the gas a little more, kind of start tearing up the grass a little bit, doing a little bit of a burnout. And finally, I was like, this tree is coming out right now. I gave it the beans, put my foot (laughs) to the floor, and... (laughs) 
all of a sudden I lurch forward. I'm like, perfect. This was great. I turn around and look back through the window and the tree is still standing, but it's completely white. <laughs> like it looks like someone painted the tree completely white. All of the bark and the branches were off. It looked like this giant toothpick sitting in the front of his yard. What? <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you what though, it, it destroyed the chain. The chain got so mangled and it wrapped over itself wow. and got in this knot with bark in it. Uh, I don't remember what happened to the chain, but it was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. And <laughs> it kind of made his house look a little more ugly <laughs> with like a white toothpick. I, I bet. <laughs> yeah. So you think about the voice of the Lord being able to strip the forest bear. I, I too have tried to remove a tree in a, a not great way. I was driving a tractor. Now, this isn't like a regular car. This is a full-on tractor with a big bucket on the front, um, you know, solid steel. It's made for doing some damage, uh, then digging in the ground and moving giant rocks. And, you know, I don't know the exact weight of the thing, but it was massive. And so I'm driving this thing, and I see in front of me there's a stump of a tree, and I'm thinking, I, I'm, I need to take that stump out. Now, it was only about the size of like a maybe a telephone pole. And so I'm driving towards it and my friend's with me uh, and he says, just like, you know, drive maybe five miles an hour, maybe, you know, a little faster and just kind of give it a good bump with the uh, bucket of the truck or of the of the um, give it a bump, bump it with the bucket of the tractor and, and then you'll be fine. You'll you'll make it through. It'll work fine. And I thought, okay, I'll give it a shot. So I'm driving towards this thing. I get the bucket down, and I hit that stump, and that stump stopped. That tractor just stopped it cold. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and those things don't have seat belts, so I kind of went flying forward and had to, like, catch myself. All right. <laughs> and that stump did not move an inch. Wow. With the thousands of pounds of steel behind me, it still could not take that tree out. So trees are powerful. Oaks especially, they grow slowly. You know, a lot of oak trees are, are hundreds of years old uh, and, and they're powerful and they're strong. And so God's voice is able to even twist those things up, uh, yeah. which is crazy. Now, and then the last part of this, right? Yeah. And in his temple, all cry glory. Now, if, if I was in a temple and all of this was happening all at the same time, the thunder, the lightning, uh, the leaping, the shaking of the desert, trees twisting, breaking, being stripped. I don't know if I would necessarily be yelling glory. Yeah, I, right. I'd be like, ah, right. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I, or f on the ground. Yeah, my first reaction would not be glory. Uh, it would be ah, but then. I think that I would be able to get to a place if I like realized what, what was behind everything that was happening. I think I would be able to get to the place where I'd be able to yell glory as well, because, uh, glory to God that he is, if he's powerful enough to do all of this, then he's going to use his power to do great things in my life and your life and anyone that's listening lives. Uh, that's the glory part. That's what I, that's what I get excited about. You know, he's, He's going to use all of us in, in big and powerful ways because he has that power. And, yes. um, and I think that's what David is kind of trying to get at with this poetry and saying, you know, everyone's life is, is important and God's going to use all of his power that he has possible for you. Hmm. 
Yes. And for everyone else. Yes. And so we see everyone crying in, in his temple glory. And for David, who's the king, right? Verse 10, the Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. David was king. And David was, you know, the most powerful king, kind of the quintessential king for the people of Israel. Mm-hmm. And so for him to write this and say, no, 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 I'm not king forever. I'm not, you know, my voice, which is powerful. You know, David is someone who slew Goliath. Mm-hmm. He's someone who conquered many armies. Mm-hmm. He captured Jerusalem. He built a giant palace there uh, out of cedars from Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he did some amazing things and he was a powerful king. He united the country uh, and kept out um, other people groups that wanted to take them over. He did amazing things. Now he's saying, though, no, 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 it's not, you know, there's one greater and that's God. All glories do him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not do me, it's do him. And so David now is making sure here that people know that it really is God's powerful voice that matters the most. Yeah. So he, he says that God sits enthroned. He's enthroned over all the, all the flood, over everything. He's enthroned as king forever. Uh, kings, you know, the, the biggest problem with kings that we see is kings eventually will get, might get corrupt or kings eventually die. And then they have their sons or someone else will take power. And when that happens, the, the king now, you know, even if they were a good king, it doesn't matter because someone else is in power. David's saying, no, it, the Lord, he's the king forever. Right. Um, and he's the one who gives strength to his people. And this is the cool part. He blesses his people with peace. Awesome. When we have peace, when there's peace in our country, when there's peace in our land, when there's peace even in your own heart or in your family, that is a blessing from the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen. Well, thanks for tuning in again to another One Youth Devo. We'll be going through a bunch of other psalms on Sunday mornings. So if you enjoy the psalms, uh, be sure to check back every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. for another Devo on a Psalm.